back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old school. A couple of things from the text line. Uh, Oklahoma, the, the fake beat red said, Smallstown coaches are very political. That so, is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot from that. Uh, then also, they, then they said that what the the two years ago, the, read the one about old boy right there. Oh, this well, there's a couple. Read read Was that, that one. The same then one? I'll read the last one. No, there's oh. there, there's several. All right, no, we've got about. Don't get mad at right. the message. Yeah. Yeah. Here here is this. My son graduated two years ago. His teammate was the highest rated recruit in the state. Turned down Texas, Nebraska, Creighton, and a bunch of others. So I'm not feeling the Omaha dash Lincoln thing. Right, but who else was there in Lincoln? That's that's the. I mean, you just validated my point. There's one. There's one. There. That's one player. I'm talking about the whole city, not just one high school. If you matched up the ten best players from Omaha versus the ten best players from in basketball, from, yeah, it's not even close. Right, right. If you if you had seven on seven with the, the kids from Omaha versus the kids from Lincoln. not even close. Right. Because but these kids down here in Lincoln don't play seven on seven. Well, that's a they whole don't see other the important thing. right. So how, so you can't even compete. Well, who made you that got, decision? I don't know. Like that's lame. Like if you decided you 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 don't want your kids to right. compete. It's the rep thing. It's the rep thing. And like, you got to have and, 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 and you got a kid and I know who they're talking about. His dad did a really good job of putting him in situations to for him to grow and prosper and, and I mean of course he had to build to be division you know division 1 basketball player and and develop into it but you know they he had to go above and beyond without a, a lot of support. So you had to make it happen. That's commendable, but that's not all the time. It should be the reverse. Should be e- easier access, and you should have the mindset that uh, if you, okay, so if you have seven, say if you got seven really good basketball players here in Lincoln, mm-hmm. you guys, you should be to the point that where these kids can stay here, develop, play together, and be able to form a team and go play with or against kids in Omaha. Well, but that will never happen because money is involved, and there's people who want to split those seven players up into four. Oh well, yeah, teams, I understand that. But four different for, teams, so right. they can go travel, and each of them get paid. Well, sure, is, I understand all that, is, but I'm just saying you can still get paid. Yeah, but, I mean, there's enough. There's enough. There's, right. there's enough. You can still get paid. Um, here, here, here's 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 this. Spent nearly a decade in small college co- coaching. The monetization uh, of youth sports is the biggest downfall in player development. Too many people take advantage of our kids uh, for their own financial gain. Most of these people never played at a high played at a high high level or have even studied the game at a high level enough to be coaching. Also, too many kids would rather go to a training session instead of being in a competitive situation where there is a winner and a loser. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of kids like to go get trained, go do it, two-on-two, three-on-three. I'm talking basketball now. Two-on-two, three-on-three versus five-on-five. They don't – and it ha- and there's not a lot of tr- – <coughs> Then you, yeah, you try to get. There's not a lot of trainers that differentiate what they're doing is skill development, so you can be better in five on five, versus skill development where you're just out there doing drills and a lot of times it's two on two, three on three. Teaching them how to, to play, how to use what I'm teaching you yep. in a actual game. Yep. Like because if you want to be good at three on three, then just play three on three. It's easy. Well, last space, but to play it under discipline with right. rules that you are going to be expected to play under when you get to college, 
Yeah, is or when the difference maker. Yeah, ref it like it, you know, close to a game that you can you can. Well, I mean, the same rules apply. Like we're not going to do anything that we wouldn't do in a game. I mean, at the end of the day, man, I know I understand people. People just gotta understand this. Is, this is the honest got truth. I've been saying this for ten years. Okay, and Say it's it ra- it is rang rang true. Say it louder. Lincoln youth sports, high school sports need to get with it. So J- Joe was on the text line. Joe P is asking. He said, "Why Joseph. aren't Joe? Joe, why aren't we playing?" Why aren't we running seven on sevens for football? What's stopping you with all the schools here in Lincoln? If you had a seven on seven spring league, spring league or a team, well, first of all, the, the coaches around here don't don't see the benefit to it. Well, the benefit is that uh, well, okay, look, here for the call or for the texter that I was talking about the, the gap between Lincoln and Omaha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. If I, I just in general, I could go to Omaha right now. I could go to Bellevue West. They got two division power five tight ends. One's going to Auburn. One's going to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback has an offer from Florida State, and I think Nebraska. And he just was on a visit to Texas. I mm-hmm. think. Don't quote me on that. Right. That's just that one high school. Mm-hmm. Now the best player in that program is a sophomore receiver mm-hmm. who is the real deal. Uh-huh. So right there, I got two division one tight ends quarterback then i'll take their running back who i think is a borderline power five running back okay play for me okay so that's him and then i got the the dude who is the receiver mm-hmm. okay and then you know what then i'll just mosey myself over there to miller south and take their quarterback mm-hmm. i'll take their their defensive back and then I'll, I'll just stay there then i'll go to creighton prep and pick a couple other guys then i'll get the linebacker that's real fast from burke okay that's my seven on seven that's it right there. Those all those guys. Hold on, every single one of them play seven on seven and go to camps. There's a correlation there. If and they go and compete. Yeah, and they said, so. Somebody said Lincoln does offer seven on seven. Uh, take top teams and play regionally. Google it. Okay, so l- 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 let me. All right. L- well, then l- what's l- the name l- of? But l- 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 let me say this. If I'm the head head football coach at Lincoln High School right. and I want my kids to have more reps, right? If I want them to have more reps, yeah. the easiest way for me to do it is for him to compete seven-on-seven seven running my system, using right. my language, my verbiage, my timing, my quarterback. Well, yeah, you'd like them to be together because I could tell you this also. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of these kids that are in, from Lincoln going to Omaha to, to train and play. Well, I mean, but everywhere I've ever been, that's how the seven on seven got down. Yeah, and and it's a little bit different because you got you got some pretty powerful seven off seven like organizations. You got Warren Academy, you got Battle, so it's a little different. But I mean, if there's one in Lincoln, then I stand corrected. I, I, uh, I, I've I never heard, heard I've never heard of it. What I would say And there's is, no disrespect if you're doing it, but I, I, it's not an emphasis, okay? So I know people get their little little underoos all tight, you know, pinched up and stuff, but the, it's not an emphasis down here. Deal with it, understand it, and use that same energy that you text in to find out and go to the higher-ups to get it spread out, not just for your kid and your mm-hmm. teammate, for everybody. And your school. And your school. for the. I'm talking 
the whole city of Lincoln. If you if if I had six weeks of seven on seven in the spring to get my receivers understanding formation, understanding timing, understanding route combinations, we're gonna be better in the fall. It's just common sense. It's we're gonna a, be better the, in the it's fall. A, it's the rep thing. So I, I it's mind blowing. Nick, what, what do you got there, investigator? Yeah. So I, I looked up. So I looked up some seven on seven in Nebraska. It's there's one that popped up. Nebraska elite. And um, Lincoln. It just says Nebraska. I searched okay. Lincoln. Could be wrong. Here's well, the where's members. The, where's, Here, the, where's the texter? The texter needs to give us some yeah. names. Here's here's the names of the of the people and and notice where they're going to college. No Nebraska elite. Noah Walters. Okay. Micah Riley for the tight end defensive end from Bell West going to Auburn. Caden yeah. Helms, who's going to Oklahoma. Jalen Avant from Bell West. And then they could go on to to an, uh, Luke Grison from Lincoln East. He's a wideout. Right. Um, Burke. Um, there's some smaller schools. Lincoln East, Papillion La Vista South, Omaha West Side, Omaha North, Omaha North, Bellevue West. So – Texas says Doan, UNL, and I believe Concordia did seven on seven camps in in June. Those weren't really seven on seven camps, were they? No. And then Lincoln Youth Football has like mm-hmm. summer league, but it's the same coaches. Like seven on seven is for real. Because see, if, if I'm coaching seven, if I'm coaching on seven on seven, I'm teaching you how to play, run cover three, four combination coverages. That, that part, right? Like what? Knowing what to do. So it's the same thing that we're doing at a high school level or a competitive middle school. Well, I mean, you're learning how to work against quarters. You're 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 learning the pacing. You're getting timing right on mesh concepts. Linebackers get to figure out what happens when when they're running, you know, mesh concepts across I mean, it's, across it's, their it's face. A, it's a more like, realistic way to skill development, besides doing a whole bunch of cones, cartwheels, and and jumping backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, is that another one there, Nick? Yeah. So, actually, you know what? I did see one. There's no, there's one called uh. Red Wolves or that's, something that's like that. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one the guys talking about. However, okay. it's weird. So I, saw, I, I, I did see that when I was going down the speedway. So it's weird. I so googled. I corrected. I googled Lincoln Red Wolves seven on seven. Every single buzzword and nothing popped up on Google. So it, it, they are if, for if, real. I've seen that, that they do have which tryouts. They are. They are real. It, it happened just last weekend, the twenty third. This tryouts happened. However. One way to look at it is it's not very accessible or easy to find on Google. Well, that, I'm just telling you, everywhere else that I've ever been and coached, Texas seven on seven man is so competitive. They wear the 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 the, the protection. Yeah. They wear the, protection because yeah, they wear the, yeah they wear the headgear. Like they, they, we're going to work, and those are all football factories. But the best thing about it is it's extended coaching. It's consistent coaching because again, the head coach who can't run it, but he can send an assistant to go yeah. run it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the parents in general. This is not just Nebraska. I don't want to be bashing on all these everybody from Lincoln. I love Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? You know, my one of my best friends, Ben Butenbach, his wife Megan. She's gonna probably hem me up next time I see it. She be getting on me every time I be say this. So hopefully, she's busy and didn't hear this. But. <laughs> I think a lot of the disconnect with kids being successful starts at a youth age because majority of parents don't want their kid coached. And if they want their kid coached, they want them coached the way that they want them coached. Mm-hmm. 
And then conversely, you got some coaches that don't know how to coach your kid and not make it personal. And that's and that's coaches in general. I'll say this: I wasn't coached until I got to college. Like you didn't have a coach? No, I had a coach. Right. Just I wasn't coached. Well, sure. I mean, that happened, dude. That's that's part of the reason why college football is is it. There's not the success rate or the boomer bust rate is so high because guys don't get coached until they get to high school or until they get to college. And then like you're getting coached and then next, you know what? There's actually competition here. Then you're like, all right, I'll go back in the transfer portal. Or is that I, just I learned more. I got more skill coaching from opponents while we were competing and elders, like guys who played at my high school before me. Yeah. So I could go, I could go up at summer and run rounds with Eric Seavers from the chargers and he would get me right. Like, he was like, oh, no, 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 this is what we need to do here. Let me show you. And he would th – that was the work. But you can – if you're not doing anything, you're not growing. You're certainly not getting better. But a lot uh, of kids aren't trying to listen to it. Because yeah. here's a perfect example. Cam New Remember when Cam Newton was at that camp and then that one kid was talking crazy to him? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, look, Cam Newton as a quarterback, I think never really – played to his potential because he never really worked on his fundamentals. But, look, he was the NFL MVP, and he was on the cusp of winning the Super Bowl. And he, for a five or six, maybe seven-year run, destroyed the NFL. Yeah. But there's kids out there that will downplay it and don't pay attention to it because they think they got it. That's just the way the youth is right now. They don't respect authority, and they don't have any pecking order. Well, they need to learn it because it shows up. And, and I, you know, I can't really sit up there and be mad. I mean, I was blessed to see. I mean, when, you know, I'm sitting there as a high school kid with Steve Jordan, Joey Browner, Scott Studwell and all that. And then I got to meet like Deacon Jones and all those guys. But mm -hmm. I was, but I liked it because I just wanted to try to be good at football. And they were, and they were great and they were good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I'm, I'm looking at the text. We'll read we'll read these texts because some of them, folks who have played seven on seven at the university, like I get that part of it, but those are thrown together. That's different than you using spring ball to change the the location and trajectory of your program. But we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.